Famcast Media. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the chocolate stockhead and the hot dog flavored water. It's a podcast. Bring it on. And welcome back to another episode of Chocolate Starcast. I'm your host, D-Rotten, along with the most famous rapper to be, the super-duper dope MC, Scribble Lee. S to the K to the R to the I to the B to the B to the A to the L, that's me. Yo, that shit never gets old, though, man. I don't care what year it was made up, bro. That shit still sounds fly when you rhyme your name. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yo, oh. what's what's popping? I don't know, man. It look like we're we're we hitting double digits here today. Oh, episode ten. Oh shit, this is episode ten already. Episode ten, kid. It only it only took us five months. Uh, nah, man, you mean like fucking a year and a half? <laughs> <laughs> this is actually hey. season two. Fuck yeah, bro. Well, I mean, we should we should break break up break up like 10 episodes of the season so this should be like the finale probably yeah okay yeah you know what man this is the finale of season two season one no season one was last year brother well no we have to have 10 episodes for a season oh you're right you're right you're right, you're right. this is the end of ep- season one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. yo starting season two we're going to have a brand new goddamn theme song, I promise. Oh, man. You sure about that, man? I heard that a long time, man. <laughs> I know, dude. I mean, I'm not the only podcast. We're not the only podcast that heard that from you. <laughs> you know? Fuck, man. I, th- I think Rat Talk's been yeah, waiting. I used, to, I used to make so many fucking, like, that was a big part of, of trying to get my name out there in the beginning was doing songs for big podcasts you know what i mean so i yeah. did one for tom tom Segura's podcast played like two or three of my songs uh dean del rey i did a song for him like i did all these classic metal show like all these fucking but then like i'm just like yeah i don't i don't want to do another fucking theme song so, nah, so I, just, I, I, I like i like your humpcast one. Oh yeah yeah the humpcast it made him sound oh. murderous i did one for jamie joss's podcast damn um really who else there's a bunch i did like three songs for the classic metal show yeah like a fucking and and, uh, and, and, and other- you did one for from the dungeon podcast too from the oh yeah yeah fucking d-rock i did your fucking but when it comes to my own podcast i just i have no desire to do it but every time i hear the song our intro song i'm like fuck i gotta do something oh it's because it's because it's you gave everybody else your oomph yeah, bro, and I got nothing left for myself. You know, it's like, fuck, man. You just gave everybody else the gusto. So today we're doing the unquestionable well, well, truth. Well, well, before we get into this, before we get into this, bro, there's been some fucking crazy shit happening this week, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 I know. We're going to talk about it. I just want to right. say, you know. Oh, I thought you were skipping uh, it. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what, you want to talk about Fred's haircut? <laughs> you mean Fred's, Fred's mush, mustache cut, whatever you want to call it. Dude, he looks like fucking Little Bill from fucking 
from uh from fucking Boogie Nights. Yeah, he does. He really does. Holy shit! I'm like, I'm about to say, yo, go get a camera, and is your wife getting fucked in the next room? <laughs> you know, like what the fuck, dude? Like, holy! Yeah, like uh, I, I do, I do dig the the James Hetfield stash. It's fucking Fred Hetfield. Well, I mean, you know what? Once you get that stash, that's when you know you're full metal. <laughs> you're metal now, dude. Like, like no, Limp Bizkit is not rack rock. They're fucking metal. Cause he's got the fucking, yeah, he's got the handlebars. Right put him right up there with Motorhead. See how the fucking old old school fans like that. You know, here we go, man. This is what Fred said when he came out the bathroom to the rest of the bands. Surprise, motherfucker. That's what he said to the whole band when he came out after shaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think it was, you, you ain't fucking with the look, right? No, man, because I want, because because I'm like I want Fred to come back with significant look, you know, like I, that was my Fred Durst look, yeah. At least, you know, he's always been my fucking dog at singing, but that was my look for Fred with the puffy coat, the red hat, and the put to yeah, the back, yeah. you know, classic. Yeah, yeah. But but you know, the last fucking ten years, he's had that giant fucking beard. Yeah, dude, I was not feeling that look either, bro. And I was like, yo, you look like old mountain rugged man Durst. Well, he's a fucking southern boy. You know what I mean? He's fucking. I guess. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I think it's better than the big old fucking beard. That's the, the look right now. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to deal with it, bro, because, uh, you know, it's, it's his look, not mine, well, you know? You can see his fucking chin. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's brilliant because anyone who, who, who knows Fred knows he's the ultimate troll. You yeah. know what I mean? So he, he he's been trolling motherfuckers since day one, um, and this is that that they're kicking off a tour literally tonight. So two days ago, he deletes everything from his Instagram, mm-hmm. and he posts this one picture, this new picture of his new look. Okay, and it's on CNN, it's on Fox, it's in the New York Times. It's oh yeah, everywhere, dude. You know what I mean? It's a, and they're all fucking. Oh, by the way, Olympus has a tour. You know, starting August. Or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? So fucking well, smart, no, dude. But uh, a genius, genius way to get fucking some uh, press for the tour. And, and it's all free. Yeah. You know, nobody, nobody's fucking sitting there fucking, you know, greasing palms and shit. Fred just shaves his fucking beard off and it's like, oh my God, put him on everything. <laughs> Surprised he doesn't got billboards in fucking Times Square, bro. Yeah, bro, so Entertainment Tonight, fucking all those, I mean, all the major, major news publications picked this up. It's fucking crazy. It's like, yo, you just fell from the fucking Fred's plan. Yeah. Fell right into it. Well, I mean, you got the inside scoop on how the tours go. I mean, how did, how's, I mean, your uh, your Uncle Abel, Ready, Will, and Abel, a.k.a. Catfish, is the uh, drum tech. So have you heard anything? Have you spoken to him lately? I'm just saying we don't have to bring that up every episode. But I'm do- <laughs> hey man, I'm doing it, bro. I'm giving Catfish the fucking props he deserves. He played in front of a fucking hundred thousand people with corn. <laughs> um, no, I mean they haven't even that they he took off yesterday. Okay, and they're they're in Chicago, and the first show is tonight at um in Chicago. I forget what uh what venue it was, but they'll they'll be right over by you on the sixth in as. Asbury Park or Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna be down. Yeah, that that's that's like that's like uh going to Asbury Park, let's say that's like you going to uh like halfway to Oceanside. 
Okay, it's like driving. I don't know where Ocean Side is. I never even been to Ocean Side. That's fucking by the. That's going is it like like I know like Sandia. Is it? Just give me an hour right. percentage. Yeah, it's, it's it's okay. It's like it's like going from you to fucking to uh, San Diego or Redlands. Okay, so like, well, those are two different things. San Diego is about two hours, and Redlands is about forty-five minutes, fifty minutes. It's about an hour drive. Let's. I'll just. I'll just. Throw it it's about well, let's go here to Redlands. Yeah. So, you gotta go, motherfucker. If I get you on the list, you're going. That's a fucking far drive, dude. I, I mean, cause driving back, an hour, dude, an hour to I, see a free fucking Olympics show. I don't like driving fucking by myself, man. Well, oh, you could, you could. It, it'll be you plus one, bro. Take your wifey. Dude, she's not going to want to go to Limp Biscuit. Hey, babe, want to go see Limp Biscuit? Oh, my God, the Nookie band? <laughs> You're out of your fucking. She wouldn't even say Nookies. You just look at me like, who's that? <laughs> no offense, fucking Limp Biscuit, but my wife's not from this country, bro, so, you know. Well, uh, well she's not into, uh, she's she not into this music. But she's from South America, so that must mean she's an Iron Maiden fan. No, 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 no. That's a little. <laughs> Dude, fucking South Americans love Iron Maiden. I don't know what it is. Oh, dude, yeah, no, Iron Maiden's got fucking. They got, they got mad. Them and the Ramones. Well, really, I guess any, any, any big band, or not even like if you're like a, you don't even have to be a huge band, but you go to your metal band and you go to South America, it's fucking nuts. I mean, fucking, uh, John, what's his name? Fucking Marky Ramone said the Ramones used to play for like. Fucking fifty, sixty thousand fucking screaming people down there. Oh yeah, bro. you know you gotta see. You got you gotta see. <laughs> I'm sorry to bring this back to Dave Mustaine. <laughs> oh fucking Christ, dude, dude, it doesn't end, bro. You didn't bring him up all day, all day. I know, bro. That's why it's time, bro. If you want, you got you got to watch Megadeth live in Buenos Aires, like 2005, the, the concert, bro. It's fucking ape shit. Okay, okay. And that's that's that that's a testament to South America, not Megadeth. All right, all right. I mean, if you say it's so, it's thirty thousand people all jumping at once and singing the riffs. Sounds. What do they? What do they say? Like Max, jump, jump, jump. Well, no, okay. So when Love they you, play Max. Symphony, when they play Symphony of Destruction, uh-huh. it's thirty thousand people going Megadeth. Mega Death, a Guate Mega Oh fuck, they that's sing, dope, they, dude. They sing the riff. And dude, that's a strictly Ar- uh, uh, I almost said Armenia. <laughs> <laughs> that originated in Argentina when Megadeth would go to Argentina. There's a great live video of all the times they've gone from the first time to the latest time. Yeah. And the first time. The first time, Dave doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Like, he thinks a riot is starting because he hears all this noise. <laughs> and it, it totally throws his shit off. He forgets the words. And then he realizes, holy shit, they're singing my riff. <laughs> dude, so I mean, that, that that's when you know you fucking made it, dude. <laughs> shout out South America. I don't know how we got here. Oh, man. They know we, they know we love them. We love you, South America. <laughs> And South America still heavy into the biscuit. Oh, dude, definitely, bro. I, I fucking bet you biscuit goes down there, bro. They're fucking, they're getting their cars shook. You know, they can't go out to fucking get something to eat. You know, they got to get yeah. people. I mean, yeah, yeah. And you got to think, man, like, if you're in Argentina, 
You know what I mean? Like, you're not getting a fucking shitload of, you know, it's not like you're living in New York and you can go see any fucking band anytime. And so they're, they're extremely loyal because they're like, holy shit, Metallica's here, Slayer's here, Iron oh, Maiden's yeah. here. You know what I mean? It's a fucking event. Dude, cool. dude, fucking, I mean, I remember when I first went to Venezuela, bro, and the next month when I was leaving, corn was going down there for the first fucking time. Like, like not first time, but like corn was going down there. This was like 99 corn. And and motherfuckers were getting ready, but they're like, yo, this place is gonna go crazy, bro. Corn's coming. <laughs> you know, like like everybody from the fucking whole country was going to that show. Oh yeah. You know it's a fucking it's still, it's still an event. Yeah. You know? Over there and in Europe, like those giant metal festivals, man, people are camping, people are fucking yeah, metal is still an event over there. Oh yeah, dude. Fucking <laughs> metal's life. Um, but yeah, so so Limp Bizkit kicking off their first fucking. Uh, I mean, this has to be the first like U.S. tour in years and years. I don't know when. I, I, I'm assuming. Be. I mean, I would think 2016, 2017, maybe. It's been a long time, bro, since the Biscuit fucking toured home. I know. I know they've done. You know, they do like the, those festivals, like those summer rock festivals. But a full yeah. tour, it's got to be since Gold Cobra. I don't even think they did one for Cobra in the United States. Yeah, they did. Yeah? Yeah. I thought it was just they like Europe. Did. No, but uh, regardless, everyone needs to go fucking see Limp Bizkit. You know what I mean? Like, fucking go. If you haven't seen Limp Bizkit, go see this shit. If you're in America, because we don't know when the next time they'll be fucking touring, you know, a full U.S. tour, so... Oh, exactly. But you don't even know the next time. I mean, fucking, they still even put out an album yet. <laughs> I know. It's, it's becoming fucking Chinese democracy. Yo, seriously, bro. I'm going to be like, I think I'm going to protest. I'm like, I'm not buying it the first day. Fuck you. I'll get it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy it two months later. <laughs> Just on pure principle. I won't get the MP3 and the CD at the same time, you fuckers. Yeah, so here it is. August sixth, they're in Asbury Park, New Jersey. October they're kind of October they're going to be in uh in Irving Plaza, right, New York. Oh, I don't know. Uh, That's the one I would be interested in, Irving Plaza, because I mean, to me, I'm like, I'd rather go to the city and go to Irving Plaza because that to me is more classic of a joint. Is it bigger? No. But it's but it's but it's an intimate setting though, man. It's like you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of like um like I said, bro. It's it's like playing um uh the whiskey a go go, right? It's like the same size as that, you know, with the balcony and all that shit. Oh, okay. It's more intimate, bro. I like I saw El Nino there. It was dope as shit. I saw El Nino. El Nino was the first band I ever saw live because they were opening for Seven Dust, two thousand three, no two thousand four. Maybe 2003. 2003 or 04. Yeah. Uh, Il Nino opening for Seven Dust at the House of Blues Anaheim. Oh, House of Blues. You lucky man. I always wanted to go. I heard they, they closed down. They tore down the original, right? Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah, it's fun. The House of Blues is such a killer venue. That's no. cool, man. I heard. Small, but, like, small, but you can, you can pack a grip load of motherfuckers. Nah. Well, but anyway. Well, let's yeah. get well, well, let's get it. Let's get into the sad part before we get into the biscuit. Is uh we had yeah. we had two fucking legends pass away this week. 
Yes, sir. We had Joey Jordanson or jo- Jordan. Is Jordanson or Jordanson? Joey Jordanson. Jordanson. Joey Jordanson of Slipknot. And we had, uh, what is it? Uh, it's, it's Dustin Hill, right? Yeah. Dustin from Hill. Dustin Hill from ZZ Top. Both the, passed away the in their sleep. Guy, the other guy with the beard who's not Billy Gibbons. The one that plays the bass. Yeah. They both passed away in their sleep. But yeah. uh, but but uh, but Mr. Hill uh, had hip surgery, like I think mm. a month ago. Oh wow! So maybe I'm 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 hoping like they didn't give him like these fucking crazy ass, you know, painkiller pills, and it might have fucked with his you know you know with his heart or something, you know, because he's old. Who knows, bro? Who who fucking knows? I mean, I mean, look at fucking look at fucking uh Wayne Static, bro. He was taking fucking muscle relaxers and drinking beers. Yeah. You know, and that fucking well, relaxes his heart too much. That's a big no-no. We all know that. Mm. You're you know? damn straight, man. But there's no information uh, on there's no information on Joey and uh, Mr. Hill, how they passed away. Yeah. Well, rest in peace to both of them. But also, uh, for the more hardcore metalheads to, to go a little deeper, Mike Howe of Metal Church. Oh, yes, away. yes, yes. And Mike Howe was not the original vocalist of Metal Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came in on the third album. The first one was uh, Metal Church, self-titled, and then the second one was The Dart. And yeah. those were always my two favorite uh, Metal Church albums. They didn't have Mike Howe. They had the original singer, David Wayne, who passed away years ago. Okay. Um, but then they got Mike Howe, and I really did like a lot of their shit with Mike Howe. And he, and he had just come back to the band like the last seven years or so. Mm-hmm. And dude, they were kicking ass, man. Just like they dropped like three records, and all of them were bangers. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just like out of nowhere, just like oh, new metal church bangers. Yeah, you know. And uh, so, rest in peace to Mike Howe, man. That was fucking. That was nuts. Shit's going crazy, bro. What? The no, fuck? I mean, I mean, Joey was forty six. Mike, Mike was fifty five, and uh, Dustin was uh, seventy two. Yeah, I mean, three legends right there, bro. We lost, man. And, and you know this is a Limp Bizkit podcast, so it's about the, the the rock, the metal, and the hip hop, and, yeah. and fucking Bismarck. He passed away. Yeah, we got we got Bismarck. I mean, fucking, we'll just name it. I'll just name it off again, bro. In, in the rock world, man, we lost fucking uh, Alexi. We lost yeah. fucking uh, Johnny from Skid Row. We lost fucking Mike from Metal Church. Joey from fucking Slip, and uh, Dusty from fucking uh, from ZZ. And then and Johnny, go ahead, brother. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, brother. Uh, Johnny Stollinger, I know, you know, as far as Skid Row goes, I think we, we all agree that Skid Row was in their prime with Sebastian. Yeah, of course, of course. Even even Bach has to keep saying that. Yeah. Um, well, of course Bach is going to keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm not going to lie. Like, they had, they had two full-length records with Stollinger and two EPs. Yeah. I did not fuck, I did not fuck with the the two full lengths. It was like 06 and like 2010, I think. Mm-hmm. But the last two EPs they did with Solinger were fucking killer. Yeah. I mean, they sounded, they sounded like they straight from Slave to the Grind, but Johnny Solinger didn't sound like he was trying to mimic or anything. You know yeah. what I mean? It was just some real... So if, if, if you motherfuckers haven't heard that, I know nobody wants to give it a chance because it's not Sebastian Bach. Yeah. But those last two EPs they did we're fucking killer. So rest in peace to Johnny Solinger too. That guy seems cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. 
And then and in the hip hop world this year, we lost fucking Black Rob. Then we lost yeah. DMX. Then we lost yeah. fucking Shock G from a uh, from a drug overdose. They said he uh, he OD'd yeah. on he OD'd on something. He was you know fucking dabbling in, you know. And we just we just lost Bismarck to diabetes, dude. Yeah, and we lost uh, from my underground heads. We lost Gifted Gab. Yeah, I know Hector was um, talking about that. Uh, Dirty Sanchez. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, he, I didn't hear. I never heard of him. He was incredible, and he, you know he had a lot of shit with a lot of my favorite rappers like uh, Pigeon John and, mm-hmm. and uh, R.A. the Rugged Man and Afro and shit like that. He was an uh, an incredible rapper, and he passed away too. So. I mean, with that name, yeah. the gift of the gift. You said gift of gab, gift of the gab. Yep. Fucking, he, he, he must be awesome. You know, with that he name. Was, he was an amazing lyricist. Mm-hmm. Oh God, man! Well, our, everything's fucking. Everyone's fucking dying, bro. Yeah, man. I mean, I thought it was over when fucking uh when we had uh Lemmy and fucking uh David Bowie die back to back. I was like, okay, all right, you know, we can stop for a man, while. Man, I thought it, I thought it was I thought it was over when Dio died. Yeah, motherfuckers are telling motherfuckers are like, yo, watch out for Ozzy. Everybody keeps talking about Ozzy, dude. And I mean, I well, think you can you can get your ass Sharon bought some you know underground device to keep that motherfucker alive and making music as long as he was possible. Oh yeah, he's he he got robotic parts put in his body, bro. <laughs> 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 fucking robot Ozzy walking around. Well, it wouldn't be much different from what's been the last fucking twenty years of Ozzy anyway. Yeah, that's why he talks Sharon. He's a fucking robot, dude. Sharon. <laughs> oh God, I'd, I'd give that guy a thousand bucks just to hear him say that in front of me. Let's uh let's get on to biscuit. Oh, we got to talk about real quick before we get into the EP. Uh, John Otto is absent from the band. Yeah, dude. What what's going on, bro? What do you? I mean, you got any inside skinny from the from the camp on what's up with nope. that? No, no. Nope. Is he all right nope. though, man? He's not fucking hurt. He didn't break his leg like Ozzy did. Uh, I don't know. I can't say. Oh man. <laughs> Um, but you know, they haven't like come out and said, John Otto's out of the band. You know what I mean? So when Sam was having, you know, it could be health issues. I don't know. Well, you know, but when Sam Sam was having his health issues, you know, he was gone for a couple years, yeah. but they never like announced a new bass player. So I'm assuming, you know, John will be back. Yeah. Well, everybody at the chocolate starfish camp and the Famcast media camp, bro, wishes you a speedy recovery. My brother, bro, we need the auto back behind the kit. Yeah, man. And look, look, this guy, what's this guy, the replacement for the tour? Oh, he plays with fucking, uh, the group horror. Yeah. And he's played with Manson. Yeah. Think, and, and, yeah, he, he's a fucking amazing drummer. I mean, the guy is fucking can play anything. Well, he's he's like, got the he's got the gig of a lifetime right now, dude. But you know, he's no John Otto. <laughs> I'll just leave it there. Yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, you know, oh god, it's hard to replace Mister Otto. You know, Otto is that hip hop groove yeah. that you feel in the biscuit. That's all John Otto. Like that fucking groove of the band, like. I mean, it's Sam Rivers. See, you know, it's the rhythm section. It's yeah. but I mean, it's John Otto. It's just the fucking John keeps them beats fat. I think of John Otto. I picture like a fucking basketball jersey, some fucking skateboard shorts, a pair of fucking <laughs> Nikes, you know, and fucking just like smiling with a bear in his hand. <laughs> John Otto seems mad fucking cool. You know, he actually played on a hip hop song that's not 
Mine? Got it. Yo, you need to get fucking. You need to get in contact with Mister Otto, bro, and put him on fucking something, bro. Yeah, I would love to fucking do that. He's on. Uh, he's on Diabolic. Uh, Diabolic's first album, Liar and a Thief. Mm-hmm. Pretty dope. But yeah, shout out to John Otto. John Hello, Otto. Everybody. Hope you get better. Chocolate Starcast loves you. Oh, but but before we get into it, bro, we got an email. We got an email? We got an email, bro, from from Drew Blake. Okay. It says, West Borland interview. Hey, guys. Got into the biscuit when freshman year high school. uh, Wait. uh, Got into the biscuit when freshman year high school in when Chocolate Starfish dropped. All right. You know, he got into the biscuit when, when the Starfish dropped. Been diehard ever since. Just curious if you guys heard uh, Johnny Christ's interview of West Bullen a few weeks ago on his podcast. He touched briefly on the new album in Woodstock and some other stuff. I'm a big fan and look forward to more content. Thanks, Drew. Oh, shit. Well, thanks, Drew. Thank you, Drew. Um, you go first. Go ahead. I mean, I've, I've, now I haven't heard the, uh, I haven't heard the uh, whole interview and the Woodstock thing. I'm kind of really like, Holding back on watching it, because I yeah. mean, I mean, I've you got, you, you got to because we have a Limp Bizkit podcast and we got to talk about. It. I know, man, but I mean, once you once you fucking you like, I, I'll let you explain what you said. But once you told me what you said, it kind of like 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 it like you know put a bad taste in my mouth. But I was like, like motherfuckers. I mean, I'll say this, you know, I do want you to watch it because I want to do I want to talk about it when we do our Woodstock episode. Yeah. Um, but I'll say this, uh, I thought going into it, it was going to be a lot worse than it was. And it did have a lot of shit that I'm just like, Oh my God. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there were like, you know, a couple people in there. you like, Jonathan Davis was in there and he defended Limp Biscuit. You know what I mean? And that was cool to see. Yeah. Um, but there, there, you know, the, the owner of the whole festival straight blamed Limp Biscuit like the second he could, like on the camera, you know what I mean? You just fucking went, you know, it's Limp Bizkit fault. They instigated it, blah, blah, blah. Like what, 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 what I did, I dude, I've watched Woodstock, bro. When it fucking happened and I didn't hear Fred say anything, bro. Wrong. Yeah. I mean, and like I said, well, once you watch it, we'll really dive into it. But you know, uh, they were criticizing, you know, all the new metal bands, yeah. fucking Moby, Moby, that fucking dumbass fucking. is in here. And oh, and he God. just he he is the most elitist fucking prick yeah. I've ever heard in my life. Man. I never like liked Moby. Sounds like Obi. But you know what? Uh, so, so so it did have good points, and it had annoying fucking you know bullshit that I didn't like too. Yeah. Um. At, uh, oh one, my- one to five. What do you give it, bro? One to five. One to five. I'll give it a three. Three? All right, that's that's enough to watch. Yeah, I'll give it a three. And but but you know, for everyone listening, you're obviously a Limp Bizkit fan. Uh, that you may also be into, you know, uh, Kid Rock, uh, Rage Against the Machine, other bands that were there. Uh, but but don't expect any, hardly any defense of anything new metal no. in this fucking hit piece. It's pretty, it's pretty much a hit piece. But, you know, it's like they got you in the scope, but they didn't fully hit your head. Like, they just skimmed your fucking head instead of blowing your brains out. Did, did they talk shit on corn? No. I mean, 
Moby might have said something. He he fucking generalized a lot of new metal and shit. Mm. You know. Um but I was surprised that, you know, uh there was a couple people in there saying this this is not the band's fault. You know, yeah. this is the fucking organizers. This is the motherfuckers who were selling fucking. It was none of the band's fault. Yeah, dude, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was the organizers' fault. No fucking, not enough security walking around. You know, overcharging. Like you, like they were saying. Like I remember you telling me that they were charging the same price for a bottle of water as a bottle of beer. Yeah, I mean, water prices were fucking ridiculous because the vendors are like, well, let's jack up the prices because no, they not have nowhere else to go. Fucked up, dude. You know, there was a lot more to it, and I'll just end it with this. My favorite part is they're talking shit on Kid Rock, or Moby's talking shit on Kid Rock. Wow. And saying what a disgrace, what a disgrace this was and da-da-da. And uh, they, they, they go to Kid Rock at Woodstock 99, and Kid Rock says, uh, uh, oh, fuck, what's her name? The, the girl who fucked uh, Clinton. The girl, Monica oh, Monica, okay. He goes, he goes, Monica Lewinsky is a goddamn whore, and Bill Clinton is a motherfucking pimp. And just everyone goes, yeah! Dude, that's what we were fucking saying back then anyway, man. I'm like, yo, fucking, they shot to that to show you, like, how, you know, male, like, uh, 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 too much masculinity. What's that called? Fucking. Oh, uh, too much testosterone. Toxic masculinity is what they were oh, calling. Oh God damn, dude! And they and they shoot to that. I'm like, that's the best part of the fucking documentary. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the fucking trailer right there. Fucking a, bro. Kid Rock killed that. Shit. Came out with the giant pimp coat and the pimp cane and the fedora. <laughs> Come on. I wouldn't expect. Yo, that was that was dude. Kid Rock was popping a '99, bro. Popping. <laughs> Yeah, he murked that. But yep, that's uh, that. that we'll, we'll we'll really dive into it once you've watched it. And we can fucking iron out our thoughts, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to watch it this weekend, man. I'm gonna try to watch it this weekend. All right. Well, enough of the bullshit. Uh, if anybody, you know, if you want, uh, give them the email. They can write to us if they have any questions. You can you can follow us on you know Instagram and. Straight, Facebook and all that. straight up, uh, all our information is in the uh, in the fucking you know the, the thing on the podcast if ever you watch it. But if you uh, want to email us, bro, email us, email us at chocolatestarcast at gmail dot com. Follow up, you know, it's at chocolate. It's at uh, chocolate starcast on all the social media. Yes, any everything chocolate starcast. Let's dig into this bitch. All right, man. Today we get into the unquestionable truth part one, which came out in uh, May 2nd, 2005 and was recorded from October 2004 to February 2005. It runs a length of 29 minutes and 43 seconds. Label was Flip Geffen produced by Ross Robinson and it hit the Billboard charts at number 24, but only selling 37,000 copies its first week. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's at like 100,000 copies now. Which yeah. Is, you know, you compare that to the all the shit before it, man. That well, was, I mean, yeah, compare that to fucking... To, well, I mean, well, before this album was... Uh, what was the one that Wes wasn't on? Um, results may vary. Yeah, revo- results may vary. Yeah, that was, you know... Oof. You know, I was coming on a down. They were coming, they were trying but, to come back you know, up. Again, again, you know, uh, for those who don't know, Fred 
did not. Wait, did we? Hold on. What's up? I'm way too. I'm way too fucking high. Did we answer his question? Um. The email. No, we didn't. <laughs> well, 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 no. Well, I answered. Uh, we answered the Woodstock question, but we didn't answer. Uh, did you watch the West Portland interview? And I wh- did. And, wh- and what did yeah. you think about it? Yeah. Uh, now that Johnny Christ, he's from a French Sevenfold, which, uh, you know, whatever. Um, but the interview was pretty interesting. Um, basically, if you're a hardcore, he didn't really say anything that we didn't already know. Yeah. You know what I mean? We know they've been working on the album. Like 10 years. We know they've gone in like seven times, seven mm-hmm. different sessions, all this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as that, you know, I didn't really learn anything new that I didn't already know. Uh, but it was it was a fucking great interview. I mean, I'm all, I'll always listen to anyone from this. Word, word, word. And I so, fuck. There it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, thank you, Drew. He answered your question yeah. <laughs> like an hour later because he's high. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. So, so t- tell me when you first discovered this record. I bought it day of. I bought it May 2nd, 2005. <laughs> and I bought it from. How, how did you know about it? Um, I found out through a friend. Uh, my boy, John DeGrazia, said, uh, Hey, did you hear Limp Biscuits coming out on a new album? I was like, What? I was like, But Wes, I was like, Wes is not in the band. He's like, No, Wes is back. And I was like, Wes is back. I was like, Where? I was like, It's for sale right now. He's like, Yeah. I was like, I went straight down to Best Buy, bro. And I paid $20 for it, bro. Yeah. So this is. Officially an EP. Uh, you even go on Wiki because everything's official on Wiki. Yeah, it's EP by Limp Biscuit. <laughs> it's an EP, but they sold it. The label sold it as a full blown record. You yeah. know what I mean? So it wasn't half price. Yeah. Uh, but Fred decided he didn't want to promote it at all. We don't know the reasons behind that. Uh, Wes speculated that, you know, maybe Fred didn't like it. But Wes got pissed uh, off at that, too. Yeah, he, you know, he, he, came back to biscuit and he was like yo what the no promotion fred was like nope no promotion we're not gonna do anything we'll make one video the video was dope too the video that was uh the video was for uh the truth right was it yeah yeah dope bro it was a dope video bro that that right got me fucking pumped when i saw it i was like they're back i was like fucking west i was like thank you bro fucking somebody up there is listening to me So, so so my first time uh i was just in walmart uh, with my grandmother going shopping. What year? What year? What year was it, brother? 2005. Okay. All right. Got you, bro. Good job, man. So I, I am 12 or 13 years old. I think 13 years old. Um, And I see, I was already super into Biscuit at this point, and I see this album, and I had no fucking clue. So you can imagine how fucking excited I was when I saw a brand new Limp Biscuit album. And the, the cover was and, dope, bro. The cover's dope, bro. It looks like a... It looks like Hitler, bro, with a bunch, like with a fucking Skeletor face. Well, it's like fascism. Yeah, not necessarily Hitler, but yeah, I get you. Um, but yeah, I saw this man, and when I went home and put it in, I'm like, whoa! Like it blew me back. Like I was like, I did not expect it to be so serious and angry and fucking dark. Yeah. You know, it. it I kind of had to. I mean, I loved it immediately, but I had to adjust to it. Really? Why? Cause it's so it's so different. It was you raw. Know, like, it was I also too. Ross Robinson produced this jam, so you know it's raw. And, and this is actually before I ever had three dollar bill, so I only had significant and chocolate. Oh, you didn't know about the rawness of the biscuit. 
No, I mean, I knew, you know, yeah, really, like, you know, oh, and I had results in my very course. Uh, so you never but, really, you never really, like, deep-dived into the first one, I'm like, that's why I don't like that. I mean, I'm Ross is cool, man, but, I mean, his producing style is too raw. I just don't like it that much. Right. I mean, but on here, man, it's fucking. Oh, it. dude, yeah, no, 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 definitely, bro. That This album, he made up for the first album, bro. You want to talk about under underrated? This is Limp Bizkit's most underrated work right here. Yeah, this this out this yeah. album, bro. I mean, fuck, dude. I mean, I know people shit on it, man, but I give it a fucking five. I give it a five star review, bro. This album's fucking great. Every song. Well, let's fucking spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> you already know what I'm so, saying, man. So, uh. This album by uh, All Music described it as neo prog alternative metal. Really? Yeah. So this is really some like different. I mean, it's still Limp Bizkit, still rap metal, but there's some different shit, you know, textures going on. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I mean, this album, fuck, well, EP, fucking rules. I love it. This is uh, probably my go-to if I'm gonna listen to any Bizkit. And and also too, this was their last uh, Flip Geffen fucking uh, release, I think. No, that was Gold Cobra. Gold Cobra was oh okay. Yep. And then they signed a then they signed a cash money like two years later and they said they were gonna release Unquestionable Truth Part Two. Yeah. Nothing ever happened. Still <laughs> it's still in fucking Fred's hard drive. Yeah. Dude yeah. About, like we did the fucking uh, the rarities episode, you uh, know, and just imagine how many rarities there probably are from these sessions. And the rarities were fucking dope, man. Yeah. So, all right, well, you ready to dig into this motherfucker? All right, man, all right. Well, first track here, bro, first track here. This is uh, Propaganda. Oh, oh, we also got to say, too, uh, fucking uh, the killers on the album, bro. You got Fred Durst on vocals, rhythm guitar on The Surrender. Sam Rivers yeah. plays bass. Lethal does the keyboard and sampling and everything. Uh, Wes Borland does guitars and harmonica on Surrender. And John Otto is only doing percussions on the channel, and they have a drummer, Sam Siegler, doing yeah, the rest Sammy of the drums. Sammy Siegler, he's from the hardcore scene. I think he's played on a bunch of different shit. He's a, a killer drummer. But, uh, yeah, John Otto is only on the song The Channel on here, and I think he was having some uh, some issues back then. And uh, the cover art is by Wes Boylan. Executive producers are Fred Durst and John Skewer. John Shore, yeah. He, 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 uh, I'm, I'm sorry, not John, Jordan, Jordan Skewer. Jordan Shore, Jordan Shore, yeah. He, he's on all the Limp Bizkit albums. All right. Well, you ready? All right, let's go with the propaganda. Getting some propaganda right here. we go. Get me some closure. One in ten over life is my profile. 
disgrace Severely a mental disorder Where reality is highly distorted Psychosis weaken the mind Incline to small doses As we approach this Ever-witless quest for revenge While those who expose every tempest Life is just a big bowl of cherries A bunch of fairies screaming to be scary It's propaganda this was a fucking badass fucking intro, like a badass riff by fucking West, bro, to come back with. Well, it's really setting the tone for, for what this EP is. It's very, like, dark, serious subject matter, which, mm-hmm. you know, you fucking listen to Roland and, and Nookie and shit like that, and you're like, what the fuck? Is this a totally different band? Well, I think he he had a kid, and he had a kid during this album, right? Yeah, I think he had a kid after Chocolate Starfish at some point. But uh, uh, from Wiki, the album's lyrics focus on subjects such as propaganda, mm-hmm. Catholic, sex, Catholic sex abuse cases, yeah. terrorism, terrorism, and fame. Mm. So that's, I mean, you know, that not not the typical thing you expect from a Limp Bizkit record. And it, this... It's very raw, though, man. It's the fucking music and the recording and his voice, like no effects or nothing, you know? Yeah, it's great. You know, I there's a little reverb on, on the voice, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Just straight raw. Well, what a perfect opener. And I, I love... It's very drowned in the mix, but you, that opening scream, I don't know if you even heard it. The scream in the, like, right before the shit kicks in. Okay, no, I didn't hear it, no. Yeah, no, you're you right. Bro, rewind it to just the beginning, like, and pause it right after the drums kick in. Alright, let me go. See if you could hear the scream, because I, I know this is the first time. Let's see here. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, why isn't that turn the fuck up? Oh, I didn't. I didn't do. It. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people. No, no. I'm saying. I'm saying in the mix. Oh, I don't know, dude. But it gave me goosebumps. Yeah, It sounds like he was like he was fucking hyped. Like, whoa! Like we're doing it. Limpisk is back. Wes, yes. Right, dude. That's it. I always thought that should have been turned up. Like, yeah, what the fuck, man? Why is that so fucking distant? But. I think I think my favorite quote from the song he says, uh, "Main attraction, fuck you in your pussy mouth." <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, this is always, and this is always on the set list. Still, I noticed that when they play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they'll do they'll do uh, this or the uh, or the truth every now and then. Yeah. This banger, bro! Absolute fucking crusher. So, what do you give it uh, from one to five? What do you give it, man? How many how many scribbles on a piece of paper? Our rating system is one to ten. You know that. Okay, one to ten. How how many scribbles do you give it on a piece of paper from one to ten? I'm talking ten. Ten. I, I I'm with you on that, baby. Ten scribbles, bro. It's the fucking perfect opening. I'm I'm loving that riff, dude. Fucking West, bro. You fucking you killed it on this one, bro. You killed it, bro. And the drums, the drums sound tight. Everything sounds tight. You know the thing about this EP though is, you know, Lethal doesn't really get to do much. Nah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, what samples in the? I mean, I don't know, man. I guess maybe he's behind the booth. He does a couple little things, like toward the end of the song, like he does. You know, he'll put like a little effects in there. And man. I know he produced 
he produced the only like hip hop style song on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, he's really he really hadn't didn't have a lot to do here. <laughs> All right, well, but, you, know, you, did, you, did, you didn't necessarily need a DJ fucking solo in the propaganda. Though. No, no, not at all, man. But we'll go on to the next track right here, bro. This next track, bro, is the unquestionable truth, man. The truth. It's coming, baby. It's coming. That opening fucking bass line, bro. Oh, man. Yeah, Sam Rivers is a beast. Fucked. And then, and then fucking the chorus, bro. You got the people, yeah. And like, oh, these motherfuckers getting goosebumps. Oh, my God. This song is a fucking 20 out of 10 right here. This might be my all-time favorite Olympus. And the truth. You're saying the truth. Fuck, bro. Okay, so you know what? When I was listening to this again when you were playing it right now, yeah. I, I immediately thought back to when I told Sam that his fucking best bass line he ever wrote was on stuff. I take it back. 
This is the best bass line he ever wrote. Yeah. That this did. shit. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just saying, bro. Like him and Wes. It's like it's like fucking, you know, like it's like crazy old chord progression and shit, man. Like I love I love the build up, you know what I mean? And I love when when the drums kick in and you know. But then when it kicks into the ultra heavy Oh my god. This is a fucking slam song right here, bro. This song fucking kicks unbelievable amounts of ass. Yeah. I can't, bro. Um, I'm still fucking listening to the background. I'm like, fucking just those little nuances, bro. Wes just fucking does, man. Right here, right here, right here, right here. Here we go, right here. He was really big in the fucking not letting the fucking priest fuck his kid. You know, you know what? What? I mean, I'm just saying, like, if I would have saw some of the lyrics, he's like, he's real big and like, you know, like the priest, you ain't fucking my kid. Like, damn, dude, Fred, they're not coming at you like that, well, well, dog. Well, not even, well, we haven't even got there yet. That's the next song. I mean, it, it feel like it's building up in this one, bro. You know, our <laughs> father, who are in heaven, hello be that name. Well, remember, at this time. There was a lot of shit going on with the Catholic. Like, this is when we really, I mean, we always knew about the Catholic Church, but this is like all kinds of shit was breaking around this. Oh, time. yeah. You know, so it was in everyone's fucking head. Uh, but what do you think of Fred's vocal delivery here? It is different. It's just more Fred to me, though. It's like Fred meets Zach. I I think I think I think Fred Fred was doing a lot of experimenting in this album, bro, and the experimenting paid off. You know, not a lot. Yeah, not a lot of vocalists can do that. You know, change it up. You know, he, he just sounds more intense, and, and and he sounds more intense because the music is more intense. So he intensified his vocal. Yeah. And I think, and these lyrics are fucking great. Yeah. Anybody talking? Okay, so I saw this. Uh, I was reading some reviews. You know, uh-huh. before we did this, and someone, you know, and and it's my pet peeve, being a Limbisky fan, just praising the band. Oh my God, this band is fully back. I mean, it's fucking the most amazing shit they've ever done. And then Fred has to come in and ruin it. Yo, you are not objectively listening to this if you think Fred ruins it. How does he ruin it? How the fuck does he ruin it? That's what I'm saying, bro. It doesn't even make sense. (laughs) These lyrics are fucking dope. He's He's not being goofy. You know what I mean? But people just have that fucking... We're talking 05. I yeah. feel like the Hades died down a little bit, but not too much. But definitely since 05. And people wouldn't even give him a chance. It's like, oh, Fred's on here. I'm going to automatically dismiss that the, that he could write good lyrics. Like, I, I, really, I really think people hated him, bro, because there was one thing. He talked all no. that shit on Britney Spears, and then he winds up trying to, you know, winds up basically fucking her or some shit. Well, no, that's just one thing, bro. I, think, mean, I always Fred thought that was the main too. thing, bro. No, I think it depends what circle you're in. You know what I mean? If you're in like a, a metalhead circles, mm-hmm. and and you know, if you're a new metalhead, I should say, not like a fresh guy, uh, that's like a big betrayal to you because it's like, dude, you guys were the anti pop stars who were pop stars. Yeah, <laughs> dude. But it's like, yo, these fucking anti pop stars became pop stars and out fucking 
beat Britney Spears for number one and Christina Aguilera. And yeah. you know what I mean? Because so, after, you know. after all that smack talk, then you're on TRL smiling, hanging, you know, kissing well, babies well, and not, shit. I don't think it's just that, bro. It's it's everything. It's it's old metalheads who hated the new shit. It's fucking people who thought Fred was a poser. It's fucking people just getting sick of seeing Fred everywhere. He was on every magazine on Halloween costumes. Dude, it was it was fucking biscuit mania. Did you dress up like Fred Durst for Halloween? Hell no, bro. I dress up like Fred Durst every day. But you know, I it, think it's a lot of things. It's a, and, and 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 you know, it's the goofy lyrics on uh, on Rollin and and Nookie and nah. it's all that shit combined. But but how anyone can listen to this, you know, if you could just put your fucking bullshit that you feel about Fred aside, you could fully admit these are fucking dope lyrics. Exactly. This, this sound is incredible, and they fucking. This should have been a fucking huge comeback album, but Fred didn't want to promote it at all. Fucking let it pass. I really would love to know why not. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I can only assume he didn't like it. You know, maybe he liked it when he was doing it, and then he thought this isn't me, or I don't know. I can't assume. Yo, we gotta pull Fred in the room. Get a fucking case of fucking, you know, some fucking uh, some Modelos, bro. Modelo blacks, bro. Sit there with a case of Modelos with him and go. Now what the fuck? Why didn't you want to promote this fucking great album, bro? What's wrong <laughs> with you? Gonna, one day we're going to fucking do that, bro. I'm putting it into the ether right now, bro. Exactly. We're going to fucking sit there and lock the door, put on a well, candle. Hold, hold on. We don't want to We don't want to scare him. Like <laughs> hey, hey, he's going to try to rape me? No, we're going to rape your mind. <laughs> okay, I'm not fucking. I'm not signing off on that joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of rape, bro. Speaking of rape, man, we're gonna get into the priest right now. All right, what do you give that out of ten? <laughs> ten, motherfucker. What do you think, bro? I give it a. I give it a ten plus a tray of lasagna. <laughs> Damn. Mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the priest. Let's get dark. Here we go, bro. It could be the absence talking I don't either I've got to find a new place A new place to feed What could it be? Stop everything, something is not feeling right Got an idea, I think I'll just become a priest Deceiving them with my belief I'll preach about what life is worth And cover my sins with a church My demons can run around free No one will suspect a thing I'll show them it's okay to lust A priest is who children can trust What I just thought of standing in front of every fucking every friggin' church and every friggin' uh, whatever fucking uh, place that the fucking priests live, 
and blasting this song at once, everybody. Oh my god! Around the world, just make everyone around you uncomfortable, dude. Man, I'm like, yo, is this speaking the? He's speaking truth, bro. Only, only if you can confirm that that priest touched kids. Doesn't matter. They're all fucking. You, you, you're guilty. You're, what do they say? To, uh, you, you are who you surround yourself with. You're guilty by association. Nah, I mean, yeah, I, I'd say, I'd say, the Catholic Church. Nah, but really, I mean, come on, bro. That's the fucking. No, nah, man, we're gonna I do. It. It. We gotta do it. You're fucking around. You're fucking around. All right. No, nah, we gotta do it, bro. I'm, I, I'm not down with the fucking priest. Nah, bro. There's fucking. There's good people in all fucking. Nah. Like, okay, so we're all Muslim terrorists. I, I just, fuck, they all fuck somebody to me. I don't trust them. What? I don't trust priests, bro. I'm just saying, I'm like, I agree with Fred. Every, every, everybody knows, everybody knows uh, my, my religious beliefs, bro, in these podcasts that I, I don't believe in any of this man-made uh. bullshit. Wait, no, I get you, and, and I'm not fucking, I'm saying. I what? I know. got batteries for you, bro, if you got a radio, bro. I got batteries for you. You need DC? What do you got, bro? If you, know, if you know that someone was involved or fucking condoned a fucking pedophile, go out and blast the fuck out of this in front of their fucking pad. But uh, if it's just your local pastor who fucking helps with the homeless, get no, the fuck out of my face. No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about you know, Catholic priests. We're going we're gonna to do that first. All around oh, okay. the world. Well, We're going to stand in front of the Vatican, bro, and surround it, bro, with people with boom boxes. Old okay, school. well, then I'm fine. <laughs> hey, man, you got a, a free trip to the Vatican, dude. I'm fine with it. Let's do it. <laughs> so this song has already spun this podcast into oblivion, bro. Let's just fucking into total chaos. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, man, fucking Fred speaking some truth, bro. It sounds, it sounds like, bro, he just, like, he got scared because he had a kid, bro, and he's seen all this fucking crazy shit happening, bro. Yeah, well, go. Let's go to the middle section of the song, the little breakdown. What's up? You went too far. Oh, it was like right before that. This is this might be the most uncomfortable Limp Biscuit breakdown of all time. Oh, it's coming up. Here we go. Oh wait, no, it was way before that. That was it. That was it. You stopped it right when it started. Damn it. Oh. Well. All right, fuck it. Fuck it. Hey. Y'all motherfuckers need to go out and buy this album, bro, and listen to what we're talking about. <laughs> Fucking D refuses to use Spotify, so so he's using an iPod. So just everyone, it's not my fault. Hey. This is how I roll, bro. I'm old school like Fred's mustache. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, let's talk about the goddamn song. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I, that's what I think. I mean, great fucking song, bro. Great friggin' great riff. I just think Fred wrote the lyrics, you know, basically because he had a son, you know, and he, you know, and a lot of shit at that time was really heavy with the Boston fucking priest. Uh, uh, there was a priest. Well, in- and just, just being a parent, period. I mean, 
you start thinking about that kind of shit, like you know what I mean. Like you, you start becoming like hyper aware. Well, there and, like, there was a documentary. There was. You no, know, I look at I look at everyone sideways now. Well, there know? was a documentary. <laughs> there was a documentary that came out back then at that time where there was a priest in Boston who was molesting children from like five different churches and, and a Catholic church would just fucking hush the yeah. family up and move the fucking guy to another yeah, fucking, yeah, another yeah. church. That's what they do a lot. They just move motherfuckers around. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking disgusting. As fuck. And I mean, it's not only in this country, it's all around the world. They were doing it. And it's like, yo, what the fuck are you guys harboring like child molesters? Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. They also helped Hitler escape by the way. I don't know about. I didn't hear about that one, but fuck. Hitler, 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 and the Vatican had a lot, lot of business together. Oh, because they, uh, bo- Google, Google Google they both, because they both, fucking knew about aliens. Because well, they both wanted to dominate the world. Yeah, with aliens. Ah, <laughs> 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 this podcast is off the fucking rails. What's next? Ah, uh, next is uh, this song is written by DJ Lethal, bro. This is the key. Oh, real quick, real quick. I give uh, I give the priest a 8 out of 10. Uh, I give that shit a fucking 10 out of 10 and two baked lasagnas. <laughs> and I do like, I, I I always like the beginning where Fred is like, it could be the absence talking. Yeah, dude, I mean, you know, I did absence just because of that part of the song when some guy was giving like, yo, I got absence. I'm doing it. I want to know what the hell Fred's talking about, bro. Yeah, I and all I know, like, is Manson was fucking big on that shit. But, Yo, I'm telling you, if you get, if you get, uh, because my boy got absence from Europe, though, which is a lot fucking stronger. And I mean, yeah. you just feel like it's only like a half an hour, but you feel fucking great. Yeah, it's like liquid heroin. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God, bro. We were sitting there fucking laughing our balls off. Yeah, so the priest, uh, I like it. It's not my favorite on the record, but it's never a skip. No, never, never, bro, never. And and the, even this track right here coming up, bro, written by uh, DJ Lethal, the key. Not a skip either. Here we go. All right, let's go. Check. Shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? That's the question. The question at hand. Oh, man, Fuck this! Fuck this! Uh. You know, I lost my place a long time ago. About 50 fucking rhymes ago. I'm wrecking again. I'm seriously considering checking myself in. Locked inside this key chamber. There's millions of keys inside. But only one can stop my anger. And I'm not fading away. So I just have to die. Unlocking the doors in my mind. How many doors will I find? Try another, if that's the key. Unlocking the doors in my mind. How many doors will I find? I think I got the key. I guess I'll just try another, if that's the key. Word. I love that beat, bro. I know it's, it's not anything crazy. It's crazy. Though. I, I mean, every fucking, like, let's just say, like, a lot of the hip-hop stuff Limp Bizkit did where there's, like, not a lot, like, no drums, like, rock drums and guitars. I really wasn't, you know, I was, like, I wasn't really a big fan, and it was always, like, you know, I'll skip this one. But the key was actually fucking pretty good, bro. I lost my, I would he say, I lost my fucking place a long time ago, like, 50 fucking rhymes ago. I'm like, fuck, yeah, that's the shit. 
I'm wrecking again. I'm seriously considering checking myself in. Look at that. <laughs> I, that was dope, bro. I'm like, yo, that's a fucking little pretty little number, bro. Only a minute and 20-something seconds, but I was like, that's dope, well, man. That's why you like it, because it's fucking short. Yeah, man, but I just like that one line, bro, that Fred said, man. I was like, yeah, you know, it was, fucking, it was pretty fucking dope. That's definitely the best line in the song. This is second weakest song on the album, but I love it. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fucking yeah. biscuit better, so <laughs> I fucking love this shit. Um, my problem is it's too fucking short. Fred could have written... You know, a few verses that throw through a hook on that bitch, but I think it's just supposed to be like a little breather interlude kind of thing. But no. the album's already short enough. You know what I mean? Like this, this shit should have been longer. Yeah, but I mean, hey man, I'm glad they fucking gave Lethal a little bit fucking something to do. Yeah, exactly. That's like, all right, we gotta let Lethal do something on here. You know. <laughs> uh, but you compare it to End Together now. It, it's come on, bro. Looking. Yeah, I, I guess, man, but, you know, I'd rather listen uh, to I the Keith. I will tell you it's better than fucking Red Light, Green Light. <laughs> that's Hector's favorite song. <laughs> God, that's the fucking worst song of all time. <laughs> we didn't even get to that album yet, bro. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> nah, not yet. You might skip that song. Like, just just skip it. Just, just skip it. So the key, the key, I got to give a 7 out of 10 because that's, basically just because it's too short and Fred didn't really do much on this. I'm giving it a 10 out of 10 just for that fucking one rhyme. I love the beat though. Yeah. It's, it's, it reminds me of a washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> Something you're not too familiar with. You stinky bastard. Oh man. Here we go, bro. West coast fucking big in front of East coast. <laughs> All right, so uh, now this is the, what, what did you what, what, what did you give the priest? By the way, you didn't rate the priest. Too, I gave the priest. I gave the priest ten out of ten with two fucking trays of lasagna. So it's all 10 out of 10s for you so far. Yeah, dude, I'm love. I love this album, bro. I don't fucking care. This is no, this. Too. I could say, I I could say, I could say this one, Gold Cobra, and fucking and uh and Starfish. I don't skip nothing. Yeah. Those three albums, I never, I don't skip a song. I have, I have one song I skip on uh, Starfish. Hmm. We'll oh. talk about it when we get there. Yeah, we'll talk about it when we get there. But uh, this is this, this is uh, this track is the one that John Otto's on. Yep. It's the channel. The channel. Here Let's we go. go.
shit these days and the shit is not who I want to be. I don't like officials using rank to pretend they're not crooks. I don't like the tricks played on kids in those shitty teen metal books. I don't like my heroes to kill themselves with the drugs. I don't think success can fill you up when you need love. I don't like the whores that try to fuck you for your game. I don't like my childhood that do not need somebody else to blame. Now, now, uh, let the first part of the next verse play, and then and then pause it. All right. said i don't like this music i don't like this band i like what we're about and mock what you cannot understand okay what are you what are you pulling from that brother what are you pulling from that well i mean i think it's obvious that the the fucking band was going through some turmoil fucking john otto what mm-hmm. west came back after all the fucking shit talking yeah on both on both sides mainly west <laughs> it seemed like it seemed like <laughs> He was young and immature, uh, he said, bro. He was young and immature. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's that tension uh, because, you know, and, and again, West left right after this yeah. again. Uh, and there was the shit with John Otto going on. And John Otto, you know, there's that little documentary. When you bought the disc, you could put it in your computer and there's like a little seven-minute documentary. It's on YouTube. Anybody wants to go watch it, it's on YouTube. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But, you know, John is walking around, and he looks like he's in really bad shape. So there was, like, some tension going on, bro. And I feel like that's just a, a super honest lyric. I don't like this music because Fred doesn't like new metal. He doesn't? Fred listens to you. No. What the fuck are you making listens, it for? He listens to fucking Stain. You know, he's, he, he's interested in that kind of shit. Oh, he's a grunge boy. Yeah. I mean, come on, bro. He has Cobain tatted on his fucking arm. Next to Elvis. Uh, oh, the so pit- I don't like this. I don't like this music. I don't like this band. You know, at the time they probably fucking couldn't really stand each other. It's crazy, man. And I, just, I just, I like how honest it is. I like what we're about and not what you cannot understand. I mean, I mean that goes to uh, like Jonathan Davis said he doesn't really like heavy metal that much. Yeah, there's a lot of motherfuckers like that. Like they're just the kings of what they do, but they don't, you know. That's Dave weird. <laughs> Dave Mustaine. Oh, fucking shit, dude. Around. This guy again? Is not going around listening to all the new thrash bands, bro. What does he listen to? He probably listens to Kenny G or some shit. <laughs> no, I don't know. I would never put that on. 
I, I, I would say I guarantee you. I don't think. I don't think fucking like at this point in time. I I guarantee you Dave probably doesn't listen to anything. Yeah, I think he just listens to like like what know, he what he grew up with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like classic rock shit. You know, I mean, I mean, that's what they say, bro. I mean, I agree with it, bro. When you when you you'll, you'll know when you get older that you start you start not listening to the new shit and you just listen to the shit you grew up with. Yeah, I, I already do that. I've been doing that <laughs> since I was like one. <laughs> but the channel, I mean, I'm not really a big fan of John Otto's beat. I don't like the fucking the, the beat in the beginning. I don't. I mean, I'm not really a fan of the verse the verse drum beat. Chorus drum beat's cool. Not really a fan of the verse drum beat. And you could tell the difference between him and Sammy. Yeah, you know, Sammy's a little more. I think Sammy's a little more tight. Well, it's just like I don't know where John Otto's head was at the time. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like it just didn't feel right and as maybe, far as the drums on this one. And probably the tension Wes was giving him in the fucking studio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because as Wes said, he is the antithesis of everything I believe in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, fucking Wes, dude. I mean, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know if I would be able to like even like like. Uh, sometimes I wonder if I would even be able to get along with Wes. Why he seems like a cool dude, you know. I guess I don't because, know because we're such hardcore Limbisca fans. Like there was a, a a betrayal that we felt. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and, and and it's not that he just left the band. Like he could have just left the band, but it was all the shit talking and all that. You, you know what's weird? I was more mad at him when he left Limbisca than when fucking Brian left Corn. Really, I was more forgiving with Brian, bro. I was following him, going, "Are you right, dude?" You're right. Like looking at his life and shit. Like, is he all right? But Wes, I was like, man, this motherfucking asshole. But I did buy his stuff. I did buy fucking Big Dumb Face. I did buy Black Light Burns, and I was like, these are awesome. But I was still a lot more mad than that, Brian. I mean, at West and Brian. Yeah, Black Light Burns was fucking awesome. That first record. Oh yeah, it was dope, bro. Dope. Uh, the channel. Uh, uh, I love the lyrics. I'm not big on the drumming. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, because that's something I noticed as a 12 year old, you know what I mean? I'm like, this song just feels weird. Yeah. Um, and the riff, uh, sounds like it could be straight off $3 bill. It, I mean, it's a great riff. I mean, it's not popping like propaganda or the truth, but it's a great riff. Yeah. So is this going to be your first under uh, your first non 10 out of 10? I give it a nine out of ten with uh with with a fucking not a not a lasagna a big ziti. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, man, and you know who I'm robbing by saying this stuff, right? No, I don't. the The guy from fucking um from uh Metal Combat uh bam bam bam. Oh, Bill Wang. Yeah, because he goes. Two chopsticks or three three oh, sewer right. sauce packs. But you put in lasagna. Yeah, I'm throwing lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> I give this an eight, eight out of ten, and an egg roll. <laughs> Are you throwing a duck sauce at least in it with the egg roll? A little duck sauce. All right, you're throwing a duck sauce at least you got a little flavor in there. Yeah, you got to add a little. It's pretty flavorful. All right, man. Well, the next one, story, and this is uh, this is music by Fred Durst himself. Uh, actually, no, 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 not Durst. No, no, I'm sorry, that's this one. Uh, this is the story, and this is by all the homies. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go.
Jesus Christ. Hear that drumming? Here it comes. Tight. Just slipping that time. Jack, 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 come on. If you can take a minute of your life, that's sort a minute when you feel the lightning strike. To each his own on the level of that moment. But it's your moment and you know you're fucking on it. Glorified and embraced by your victory. When you're done, you escape without memory. Blindfolded through this life as we learn. And consequence when the wrong pages burn. It's an intro Hollywood story. Take a man's out with his own glory. Now guess who's next? Fuck, dude. The fucking uh, riff. Yeah, dude. Uh, Damn. Uh, this song is obviously about fucking fame and, you know, uh, the way the fucking media takes you down. and something Fred Durst can fucking really relate to. Nah. <laughs> um, the only thing I don't like about this song is that it's dated forever because of the fucking the chorus. It's the E True oh. Hollywood story. Nah. You know? That was a very early 2000s, 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very much. Very much. uh, And that's the only thing I don't like. Even at the time, it felt dated. I mean, mean, you're more of a lyric guy. I'm more of a riff guy. And I'm just like, this is one of Wes's best fucking riffs ever. (laughs) Yeah, dude. You know what I want to do? You know what I want to do when I hear that riff? I want to get a fucking can of fucking Budweiser and bust it over my head. Pour <laughs> it up, bro. I mean, I want to get some fucking. I want to get some fucking Jinko jeans, this, skateboard. This is this is break stuff. Fucking two thousand five. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, and so at some point we come down from the high. Some of us let the laughs cover cries. Do the math. You can laugh when I die. I always love that bar. And, and this is another one. This, this is another one that they usually have on the set list too. Yeah, this song's a rip. Uh, yeah. Especially after the after the last one. What do you I think about this? Hold on. What about this? It's impossible. Just live your life. Here we go. Let's talk about the fuck, but it ain't hard anymore. Shit talkers who ain't shit anymore. All fighters who can't fight anymore. White kids who ain't white anymore. Fuck, dude, that just gave me the bumps. Oh my god! Do you want to talk? To, oh, dude, fucking all the fucking you know what is it? Fucking all the rockers who ain't rock anymore, all the hip hoppers who ain't hip hop anymore, all the white kids who ain't white anymore. Fuck! I'm just like, fuck! Let's, you want to talk about some shit? <laughs> let's do it, bro. Let's do it. Let's fucking yes. Oh, when the little double bass kicks in, the that's what I'm saying, bro. The fucking drummer Sammy, bro, is fucking. His drumming's tight, bro, on these fucking songs, man. Uh, I forgot about that part of the song. I'm glad you played that. Oh, man, dude. That's one of the parts where I'm driving, bro. I clocked the fucking... You know what? 
I was going to I was going to give that a 10 out of 10. Now I'm giving that a 10 out of 10 with a pumpkin pie. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. 10 out of 10 with a fucking baked ziti pumpkin pie and a fucking turkey. Go <laughs> Thanksgiving on this song. <laughs> Shit. Out of control. Out of control. This song was always one of my favorites. Like I I, I remember putting this on back in the days when we had fucking portable CD players. Yeah. Walk into fucking school and having this song on repeat, like my entire walk to school. Oh, I, just, fuck I have yeah. that memory embedded, embedded in my head, that memory, bro. And it's just, I fucking, despite the, the chorus being, you know, dating it, yeah. uh, fucking love this song. Dude, it's a fucking ripper, bro. It's a fucking ripper, bro. Just tell me, you want to talk some shit? It's like, fuck yeah, I want to talk some shit. Let's do it. Like, and you, you really do forget how big. Uh, e true Hollywood stories was. <laughs> oh, dude, I used to watch them all the time, dude. I still watch them, bro. <laughs> but you know, cannabis, and I love cannabis. He's one of my all-time favorite MCs. But his third album, or his yeah, his third album, uh-huh. was called See True Hollywood Stories. Okay. Can, can, uh, no, it's can, terrible. It's can, terrible. Can, what is it? Go, can I, uh, you know, I didn't want to say the B word, you know, but can I, uh, can I uh, fuck you, bro. Fuck you, I'm you just doing, I'm just repeating Eminem, bro. I know. <laughs> fucking can, bro. Fucking scam, Sam. I, I'm, a, I'm a scam Sam because I like a lyric. Oh, man. You hear these people out there? You see what I got to deal with, bro? Fucking, I'm like West Portland. Yeah, I got to deal with this dude, Fred Durst. Up, this is a goddamn motherfucking Limp Bizkit podcast. And you're fucking go- siding with the enemy, motherfucker. Oh, Eminem, I remember when they had mad beef? <laughs> I remember the beef. I remember the- I remember when there wasn't beef. And I'm sorry. I still say Eminem, you know, the whole beef started because of Eminem and Everlast. And yeah. DJ Lethal went on MTV and said, Eminem's a better rapper, but Everlast would, you know, physically kick well, him I, out. Well, I mean, I mean, it was all a misunderstanding, dude. I mean, if you look at it from the fucking, from like, you know, in hindsight... Dude, M, it was a misunderstanding, bro. He didn't diss you. No, he did diss him. He, uh, uh, oh, uh, are you? Oh, you're saying their initial first meeting? Yeah, he didn't fucking diss you. It was a misunderstanding, bro. You know, look at it from hindsight, bro. Well, Everlast, you know, that's a whole different story. But the point is, uh, fuck Eminem, and that's it. Nah, yo, nah, yo, I can't say that. That's no, why I love, I'm. I love him. That's I love why I'm the West Boiling of this podcast, and you're the Fred Durst, bro. You keeping it real. That's right, bro. <laughs> I'm keeping it real, but I just said no. I love Eminem. Yeah, I know. I was hoping nobody heard that. <laughs> well, we're at the end of the podcast. Well, we got one more song, and yep. you know, Fred is going to end the album the way he loves to just fucking end albums. But I do like the song. Let's go. Yeah, this is their the first. Record. Wait, this is the first album they did without like a crazy intro or an outro. Yeah, because it's an EP. Ah, okay. Fucking uh, Flip Geffen. It's an EP. I want my fucking 10 bucks back. Well, that's exactly why the record industry totally fucking failed. They were it, charging you $25 for a seven-song disc. Dude, even on eBay, I paid like 15 bucks for the shit brand new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, actually, I actually ordered a new copy of it a few months ago. I sent you a picture of it. I bought it, it I bought it brand new, and it's still in the plastic. I won't even open it because I'm like, dude, I already, got the, I already bought the MP3. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep it in the plastic. Yeah. All right, well, let's go to the the uh, sad ender, the surrender. Here we go, bro. And this uh, surrenders uh three fifty nine, but we'll give you a little bit. Remember, uh, 
West Borland did harmonica in this song. And Fred is, Fred is playing guitar. Yep, playing guitar and singing. And it's not a bad riff once you hear it. Here we go. Yo, I love this song. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this right now, yo. He wrote his he wrote his fucking uh remember how he was always like loving how stained wrote fucking what was that fucking song? Uh Outside that he wrote his own outside. Yeah, I love the atmosphere of this. Like that the bass line and that very simplistic guitar riff, but he he has very like dramatic vocals yeah. on here. And I just love the atmosphere of it. And the fucking harmonica, when that harmonica comes in, that, oh my God, dude, it just takes you, takes me somewhere. Dude. I, I, I don't know. know. Back in the day, a lot of people, when this album came out, bro, and when this song came out, bro, a lot of people just shitting on like, oh, look at this acoustic bullshit. Dude, this fucking song is beautiful, bro. It rocks. This song is fucking unbelievable. This is a fucking 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Straight up, bro. We're going to go. We're gonna, and we're, I'm not. We're filling I'm up. I'm not super. Oh, sorry. Go I ahead. Say, Go ahead. It's a ten out of ten, and we're filling up the fucking. We're filling up the table. Yeah, bro. This is see, they're like drown. The final song on Results May Vary is is similar to this. It's just like a bass and guitar with Fred singing, uh-huh. but it's not close to this. Like it doesn't have any kind of uh, uh, feel like this. The you know soul, what I mean? It the soul of this it, song. Yeah, bro. like it doesn't take drown. Doesn't take me anywhere. This takes me somewhere yeah. and it's it even reminds me of like for some reason like depressing memories from this this time it, yeah it does it, it, it does bring back a lot of repressed memories i have yeah bro just like 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 it it reminds me of drama from this this time in my life you know yeah. like it's really weird but i love it for some reason it's just uh, it's got a vibe it's fucking beautiful. Like I said, bro, I give it a 10 out of 10, and we're filling up the fucking table, bro, with Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, bro. You know what? I'll give that a 10 out of 10 and some yams. Some yams. Oh, there we go. We, we, you know we need the yams, dog. We need the yams. <laughs> wow. I mean, but it, it is a weird way to end, an al- end the album because it's so heavy. Yeah, I guarantee. <laughs> I, I would love to know if they have any fucking, like, you know, 
unreleased tracks from this album because they never came out oh, with a fucking they, anything. They absolutely do. There's no way they don't. I've never seen any leaks of of uh, unreleased stuff from this album. Yeah, I would love I would love to hear that. Yeah, I, I would. You know, hopefully one day they just release a compilation like of a bunch of their unreleased shit, so we could have it in like studio quality, not ripped from the internet. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know what would have been smart, bro. And I mean, not saying Limp Bizkit's not smart, but <laughs> what would have been smart for the for for you know for them to do for the fans would have been in this ten years they should have put out the Unquestionable Truth Part Two as an EP. Yeah, like for you know, give us something. Yeah, seriously, bro. I mean, I don't like like I don't think you can give us an EP is basically like some throwaways, you know, like you know. And I know, I know, Fred. You know, at least Wes has communicated this in interviews, like. What's the point? You know, like that's their like. What's the point? You know, people just want to hear well, their nostalgia shit. Well, you know? no, but what they're fucking forgetting, and what Corn remembers, and what they're forgetting is that you fucking write and play and record music because that's just what you do. Yeah, that's exact. You know, Corn hasn't forgot it because Corn fucking got like fucking what fourteen albums or some shit. Yeah, they never they never stop making albums. You know. And, Give us an EP in between 10 years. You know, I would have been fucking totally psyched for uh, five new songs. I mean, I mean, I mean, they did give us three. They did give us three songs, but I mean, they put them out of singles, but at least fucking, you know, could have made it into an EP for us. I want a a physical fucking product. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, bro. And, And I know people like me and you are rare in these days. You know what I mean? But. Limp Bizkit has an audience. They got, they got a lot of young people at the show, but they also have a lot of older people who would buy their new shit. Exactly. They'll still sell 37,000 copies of it. Even if even if it doesn't sell shit. You know what I mean? Fred, fucking come on, bro. You're an artist. Dude, put some shit out. Yeah, exactly. That's what you guys do. Like, how many fucking, like, how many freaking, uh, what do you got, mixtapes you got out before you put out an album? You know, Jesus oh Christ. God. I fucking have seven, eight mixtapes. Yeah. You know, and it's like 15 to 20 tracks on each mixtape. But, but to be fair, I wasn't like touring the world and fucking internationally famous. <laughs> yeah, but you know but you know what, though, man? Touring the world, that gives you more fucking, that gives you more clout to be like, yo, come in my studio. Come don't in my you, studio. Don't you, don't you just want to have some new shit to play? And like, yeah, I mean, you know, only the hardcores in the audience are going to be excited about it, if that's the case. Yeah. Then, but you're a fucking artist, you know? like, And, and we want fucking new fucking material! Exactly, ah. dude. Fuck, man. I, I've been, I, I can't suck on the Cobra that much, man. I'm, I'm running out. <laughs> but, you know, hopefully, you know, within the next couple of years, we get Stampede if we ever get it all. If uh, it doesn't come out in the next couple of years, I don't think we're ever going to get it. All right, man. We're going to have to fucking get... We're have to gonna talk to Ready, Willing, and Able, bro. We're going to have to fucking set up a meeting with Biscuit. <laughs> we're going to have to make this happen. Yo, Abel, call Fred. Yeah, yeah, we want a three-way with Fred. Yo, what the fuck's the album, bro? Like, who are you? Who are you? You know, it's like <laughs> it's just you know how it is, bro. It's so it's so annoying. It's not annoying. It's so like as a fan, dude. Like as a hardcore fan. I mean, this is it's why so, this is why I'm glad I listen to Corn still, because at least they're yeah. fucking to give me product that I like. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, yeah, I'm all anyway this, al- this album is fucking great. 10 out of 10. Even though I gave one track a fucking uh, a nizzle. But I mean, yeah. 
I still fucking give the album a ten out of ten, brother. Feel this is, this is this is a beautiful girl giving you a fantastic fucking DJ. Nah, I say a hand job. You say this is only a hand job, bro. This is only a hand job, bro. An album is a BJ. You know what? Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Holy shit! Fucking cock teased us, bro. This is this is the best HJ I've ever had. <laughs> this, yeah, this is getting blue balled. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Did you just bro. say fucking HJ? What what fucking kind of censorship bullshit are you pulling on us, bro? It just felt funnier to say H. I know. I was dying. <laughs> I was like sitting inside, like, what the fuck? Did he just say HJ? Like, it's called comedic timing. Learn something about hey, it. Hey, hey, hey. All right, Fred. <laughs> Fucker. It was funny, though. <laughs> all right, bro. Um, so, everybody out there, fucking hopefully you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't really dug into the EP, you really need to. Like, go listen to the full shit because it's so underrated. And yep. if you're feeding for Biscuit, you probably don't even know this exists unless you're a hardcore. Exactly. Exactly, bro. And follow, the us, physical. On, follow us on Facebook at Chocolate Starcast. Follow us on Instagram at Chocolate underscore Starcast and email us at what? Uh, chocolate starcast at gmail.com. And also too, if you, uh, if you're lazy and you don't have a fucking, uh, an, um, you know, an MP3 player or anything, we're on YouTube with the audio too. So you can look up chocolate starcast, uh, podcast on YouTube and, uh, the audio's up there also. Right. And, uh, any, any, uh, anything before you want to drop, man, any little, little, like a little something, something you're working on or a little something you want to say? Um, uh, the, I did announce on my, personal Facebook, so I haven't announced this to uh, the world yet, but I guess I'll do it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I'm still going to be doing straight-up hip-hop shit, you know what I mean? I'm working on, on a couple different EPs. I'm working on a group project with a very dope MC. Exclusive! You know exclusive! Um, lots of crossover with Limp Bizkit fans with this MC, by the way. Okay. Uh, so I'm still doing my hip hop shit, but the the next scribble record that will come out 2022 is going to be a full new metal record. Ooh, fucking exclusive! Yes, sir. And uh, I can't announce everyone is playing on it right now because uh, you know, hopefully, I'll I'll be able you sign, to you, you sign one of those uh, MDAs or something. I'm just not fucking blurting my mouth before shit happens. Handshake <laughs> deals. Okay, I got a handshake deals. Um, but Abel is playing live drums on the fucking full record. For all and, you motherfuckers out there don't know, it's Catfish, Catfish on Instagram. And Scott Von Help, who played on uh, my song Vampire Tactics with Marcos Cariola P.O.D., uh, he played uh, bass and sang the hook on that song. He'll be playing guitar. He's also from uh, former Love of Love and Death. Love and Death or Love or Death? Uh, Love and Death. Love and Death. Uh, he played guitar for them, and he's going to be... He, he's gonna, coming up with some fucking nutso riffs mm. so it's, it's gonna be fuck dude it's gonna be fucking incredible and me and you have talked about all the inside shit you know yeah. what i mean but it's gonna and, be and i got a big mouth and this is the first time i'm keeping it shut you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and i'm opening i'm probably opening my mouth way too fucking soon you yeah. know but i'm not gonna give any fucking crazy details yet no but um but other than that fucking check out my last record it came out in april black eyed children it came out through sony orchard uh, is there any word on the physical on that is there any word on the physical no <sighs> we'll have physicals we'll have physicals within the month all right cool cool i need to buy one i need to buy one um and check that album out 
Chris Barnes, the Cannibal Corpse, Six Feet Under is on that bitch. It's a hip hop record, people. Yeah, uh, and he got a death metal guy to come on it. That's crazy. <laughs> if you ever want to hear what the fuck that sounds like, go ahead and check it out. He's on the first one. <laughs> and that's it. You know, I, I just want I want to encourage everyone listening. Uh, you know, our numbers are going up. We're doing fucking good. We're, we've been killing it the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to encourage all of our listeners to fucking uh, join our social medias, email us, and we'll answer everything on the show. Yeah, and if you uh, if you have any uh, other uh, t- if you have more time, just go listen to uh, Front of Dungeon podcast or Rat Talk or whatever we feel in radio. Yes, sir. And the Scribblecast when Scribble feels like doing it. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> But hey, man, it was a great time, brother, man. We'll be, uh, I guess, uh, the next time. I know we said about uh, the next time uh, we're gonna we're gonna definitely do fucking uh, uh, chocolate uh, uh, fucking chocolate starfish in a hot dog flavor water with uh, with we're gonna try to get the homie Jeremiah from uh, Concrete Dream on that one. Yeah. All right, Scribs. Well, we'll either do that next or fucking Woodstock '99, like I've been saying. But we'll we'll figure it out. Either one. One of them's coming up next. <laughs> All right, brother. All right, man. Peace out. All right, peace. Later.